0: Welcome to Arise Life, a community of believers being equipped, empowered, and released into their destiny. For more information, go to ariselife.org or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You know when the church thrives? In hard times. Just out of curiosity, why do you think that is? Why do you think the church thrives in hard times? Oh, oh, you guys are on this. They trust more more in Jesus. We're at the end of ourselves. ourselves. Community Community comes together. Anybody found that when things are going really well, you can make it all about you? You're like, I am awesome. That's right. Everybody needs me, right? And in those moments when you come to the end of yourself, that's when you discover his unlimited power, resource, and support. And that it's not that you suddenly became the cat's meow, you became it all, but it's always been him. And that's why, you know, Joseph arises in the middle of a, right before a famine, right? And because, that's the other thing, in good times, anybody make it all about you? Like, you're like, and this is for me, and this is for me, and this is for me? But God raised up Joseph to deal with a famine for the sake of the whole world. Many times, when things are getting hard, we get really narrow focused, don't we? Like, I just need breakthrough here. Wow, you guys are amazing. That's not your issue. No, right? We, we get really focused on one area, what we want breakthrough for. And um, God, it's too small a thing for him to just deal with that. You have a grace and a calling in your life that's meant to be a blessing to all those around you. Whew. Alright, well listen guys, we've been going through the book of 1 Corinthians and I was really hoping we were going to get to chapter 5 this week. And who knows, we might. Uh, but we still have to finish chapter 4. And uh, for those of you guys who've been following along, you know the book of Corinthians is written to the people of Corinth. Right? They're the people of Corinth. And the people of Corinth were, um, they were mutts. They were a very mixed group of people, right? Uh, we, had, we had Jews, we had sailors, we had merchants, we had prostitutes. And you know, God's unity is not uniformity. That's the world's unity. God's unity is a unified, a diversity. And I said this before, is the ultimate example of that is marriage. Anybody found that in marriage you're married to somebody very different? If you haven't figured that out yet, you are in serious delusion, right? Like, I mean, and that, that unity is only possible through him. And so uh, Paul spent a year and a half preaching a simplified gospel. He had walked back from the philo- philosophical, super intellectual gospel he tried to preach in Athens. And he said, I determined to know among you only one thing. You guys remember what it was? Christ was to... Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's two things, but it's one thing. Jesus Christ and him crucified. And what he was trying to say is, there is only ever one answer to every situation. It's only ever. But anybody here felt like you uh, explored that, and you're like, yeah, but it didn't quite work, so I'm looking for a little extra. No? And you hit the bookstore, you hit the website, you hit the podcast looking for a little something else, right? You know, and and that's what happened. That's what happened. I call it problem-centric Christianity. So you and I have come to Christ because of a problem in our lives. Can we agree with that? Like nobody went, I have looked at all the various options to give my worship. And Jesus, congratulations, you win. You know, this isn't, you know, America's got talent or heaven's got talent, you know, where you, he wins the prize, right? No, rather it is we had something in our life that wasn't working. We had some place where we lacked capacity. We couldn't do it and we went, ah! True? What are some of the things that we, that caused us to do that? Not you, somebody else. Huh? Sin? Sin? Uh, Can we be more specific? No? No? (laughs) Can I just be honest? Nobody comes because of sin like as a spiritual concept. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I feel that I've become a little bit dirty. I must go clean myself. No, right? What are the reasons we come? Not you again. Just tell somebody else's secrets. I don't know. What else? Lack. Lack. Desperation. Why are we desperate? Desperate for what? Something better better, because life sucks. (laughs) Got it. All right. What else? Emptiness. Emptiness. Okay. Okay. What are some, maybe some sin problems or some issues, places we're experiencing lack that break us? Relational. Relational. Those are easy as long as you don't have them. All right. Relational issues. What else? Addiction. addiction. Yeah. Come on. Which, by the way, I'm, I'm giving a simple uh, definition for addiction. It is using something to meet a need it's not supposed to meet. Right. right. It's like, I feel lonely. I think I'll take this drug and I won't feel lonely anymore. What could go wrong? Yeah. Right. All right. What else? Shame, shame, sickness, come on, what else, fear, fear. come on, woundedness, woundedness. yeah, woundedness, you, you don't know how hard it is to spell in front of people, it's like living out your third grade nightmares, you know, like, <laughs> Go to the board. Um, what else? Huh? Money, 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 money. You know the problem with money. If you don't have any, it's bad. And if you have too much, it's bad. Anybody? Find it? Okay. Give me two more, just for the fun of it. Emptiness. Emptiness. Come on. Yes. Uh, curiosity killed the cat. <laughs> who who are my curious people? Yeah, there's a lot out there. <laughs> One more. Yeah. Identity. I, okay, so, so here's the thing, is these in various form are problems. They're lacks, they're issues, and we came to Christ because we were not able in some way, right? And Jesus is the answer for sin. Can we admit that? Jesus is the answer for lack. He is, in fact, the one we are desperate for. He fills our emptiness. It is through relationship with him we're actually able to be relational with other people and it actually be beneficial for people. (laughs) Uh, He is, every addiction is us looking for something other than what he has for us. Come on. Yep. Come on shame, all of these things, he is the answer. So we came to him, right? But anybody, you came to Jesus for resolving these issues, and maybe they resolved for a while, and then they didn't. We can be honest. Blink twice. Okay, all right. No, this is is good. So, you know, Paul is preaching to this group of people. They're alive, and they're having great times, and then Paul goes away. And when the cat is gone, the mice, they play, right? And they, and we've talked about this in the first chapters, he goes, you've got really bad problems with sin, yes? Well, the real issue is you guys are divided. You guys are divided, and you're divided in that you're following different schools of thought to deal with problems. You're divided. So... Anybody uh, bought, like, an online training? (laughs) Right? You know, anybody, you're like, oh, man, 3 o'clock in the morning, I've got this problem. Maybe I can just Google it. Right? Looking, so we came to Jesus because of problems, but I would submit to you, we then leave him because of problems. We leave the simplicity of Christ because we think we lack something. We think... We, I came to him, but now I've got this other problem. You know, I was talking uh, with a mom before the service about, well, how do I reach my kid, right? Like when they're walling me off. And a lot of times we want a technique, we want a trick, don't we? Do you guys remember last week with the wall with Masha? What was my trick for reaching her? Break down the wall. Did that work for me? No. No, but the thing is, is we we go on and we read books and we get trainings and we're trying to figure everything out, but Paul is trying to call us back to the simplicity. It is Christ in you, the hope of glory, Jesus, Jesus. But they had gotten tricked out. He says to the Galatians, who bewitched you that having begun in grace, having begun in this place where Jesus is your all, you look for something else. You guys remember we said, Jesus and his name, the darkness trembles. And I was thinking about that, is um, for a long time in my life, I used the name of Jesus the way witches do. Well, that got awkward. Do you know what I'm talking about? In the name of Jesus. I don't know where Jesus is, but in his name. But you know why at the name of Jesus, darkness trembles? Because in that moment, I turn away from me and I look at him. It's not... Jesus, like I'm dialing 911, it is Jesus who is right here with me. Jesus, I can't. He goes, I always knew that. At his name, the darkness trembles because I'm not trying to light the darkness anymore. I'm letting his light shine through me. I'm no longer trying to solve it myself. When you and I are trying to solve things, the devil's not worried. <laughs> Anybody tried to solve a relational problem and it got worse? I will fix you, right? Right? But when I go, Jesus, I can't, hell is in terror because they're not afraid of us. They're afraid of Christ in you, the hope of glory. And when we say Jesus, it's like like me saying, Masha's going to get you. That's not very good. But when Masha's standing next to me and I'm like, here's the microphone, then you're scared. (laughs) No, the thing is, it is a person. When we say, at the name of Jesus, we're saying, the person of Jesus, who's right here with me, that I am leaning, not on my own understanding, but on him. So, so he's saying all this, he said, listen, it's not about all these different teachers. Even if you make me a teaching or a method, you've missed it. He said, rather, he says, he says and we talked this last week about this whole thing, because one of the biggest places we get in trouble with, we talked about, is sin, Either my sin or your sin. (laughs) Anybody got in trouble because of somebody else's sin? Okay, let's just get, let's just get curious. What are some ways I can get in trouble when my neighbor sins? Judgment. Judgment. Okay, what else? Gossip. Gossip. What else? (laughs) Participation. You get, you get a trophy. Or just a, if you can't beat them, join them. What else? Um, retaliation. retaliation, baby. I call that whack-a-mole. <laughs> you will not sin in my presence. What else? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, an alert. Anybody been part of a prayer chain? <laughs> How about a, gossip? a gossip chain? yeah. No, and, wow. Uh, any others? Um, yes? Division and isolation. Division and isolation, right. E, you know, if you can't whack them, run from them. Uh, disillusionment. disillusionment. All right, okay, well, let's, before we all go to hell together. Just keep adding letters till something hopefully shows up. All right. Wow. When somebody else has sinned, I cannot tell you the number of times I've been happy in Jesus and that my brother or sister sinned in my presence with fullness of joy. And I lost Jesus. Or I find out about it. Okay. Well, let's just get real practical. Anybody had somebody tell you, because they're worried about you, what somebody else said about you? (laughs) how does that slip and slide to hell feel right okay what do you do in that moment not you but people do what do you do to resolve that problem in that moment avenge yourselves avengers unite what else avenge yourself Call call a friend start your own gossip chain oh fight fire with fire baby we'll set this right (laughs) <laughs> it's verbal processing not gossip wow yeah I've used that excuse and we both went to hell together I'm looking for a two for one I take it away no but, but the thing is, is are, are any of these things Jesus every single one of them I'm walking away from Jesus to resolve a problem so what do we do well um, one of the things that's that's super helpful to remember with the the writings of Paul is the right the Gospels were written as an appendix to the writings of Paul. This book was written 20 or 30 years before the first uh well, depending on your 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 chronological chronology, 20 years before the first gospels were written. See, these are that so. When you there is a simple message throughout the whole of the New Testament, and it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. And so, uh, I'll I'll give you an example. Um, So, what do you guys know? What the Jesus says to do when you're confronting sin? What's the method? Do you guys know? First, you go to do what? You go to the person with a bazooka. First, the person. And if they don't listen to you, then what? Huh? Bring a couple people, right? A couple bodyguards, somebody buff, you know? Huh? Bring Guido. We'll say Guido. There we go. All right? And if they don't listen to Guido, what do you do then? Nuclear. Right? Okay. This on its own is law. Can you imagine how this might go badly? Anybody had it used on them? Is this about relationship? No, it's about sin control. Tuck that in your hat. Paul is talking to a bunch of people who are in the middle of free fall because they have stepped away from the simplicity of Jesus To solve problems. All right. Here we go. And we mentioned last week he said, verse 5 of chapter 4, therefore judge nothing before the appointed time. Um, What does that mean? If you are, who are who are my diagnosticians? In other words, you see something that's off and you immediately figure out why it's there. In somebody else's life, Peter. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> yes, yes. I know what's wrong here. Do you guys remember the disciples? Who sinned, this man or his parents? And Jesus is like, Can we just get the guy healed? Is that okay? Is that okay? Like, why do you need to know? Inquiring minds want to know, right? But what he say? He said, We don't judge anything before its appointed time until it has come to light. Until it's come, until the Lord comes and reveals it, right? Until the Lord comes and He will bring to light what is hidden in darkness and will expose the motives of the heart. At that time, each will receive their praise from God. So, when Jesus shows up, He reveals what's actually going on. Anybody terrified about what you don't know? Okay, now we're gonna get real. Okay. Okay, we had a, okay, this is hard. Gird yourselves. We had a horrible thing happen at a school in Texas. How many people tried to figure out how you could keep your kids safe on the next day? Can you? Can you figure out what's in the heart of everybody in Cobb and Cherokee County? No, no. It's terrifying, isn't it? It's terrifying. I guess we'll have to call Jesus. My safety will have to be in him. Likewise, though, we look at situations and we see the potential for sin and we get scared and we attempt to do preemptive strikes. Or we see things that are just not right or, or we meet people and they set us off. Who are my feelers? You know what I'm talking about? You get by people and you're like,
1: stranger, danger, stranger, danger, right?
0: <laughs> I guess I'll have to save myself. Jesus didn't quite work. Right? Instead, we try to figure out why the stranger danger, right? We we, we become little detectives. And Jesus says, don't. Don't. Trust him that he will bring the things to light in due season. False accusation is one of the biggest ways the enemy creates division in churches. (laughs) Because we can't trust Jesus. He will bring to light. And he said, then we can deal with it. He said, so quit. Quit trying to fix each other. Quit trying to solve each other, especially when you don't even know what's going on. You're judging the motives of the heart. So he says, verse six, now, brothers and sisters, I have applied these things to myself. In other words, and Apollos for your benefit. In other words, I'm going to be your walking uh, example, right? I've just shown you, listen, listen. And he said, already, he said, and he said, so that you may learn from us the meaning of what the saying do not go beyond what is written. Now, there's a couple ways we can understand that. One is what is already revealed, what is obvious. Don't try to figure out the motives of other people's hearts. Do you know the motives of your own heart? No. And so then, the other part of that is, what he, I think what he's saying is he's also saying, guys, Scripture has enough to say, let's not add to it. Because when we... Okay, Anybody found that scripture wasn't enough, so you went and got a whole series of uh, books or a whole series of trainings? Or te- no, no, right? Like there's, there must be a way to solve this issue. And he's like, can, can I just say, this book is enough. This book is enough. Marina posted something this week about getting into the word. Get into the word. Get into the word, not and not the word, um, well, I'll put it this way. Anybody here had one of those scripture promise books? Like something went bad and you're like, quick, emptiness, right? That's like trying to do emergency, uh, emergency room doctoring with the internet, right? No, the thing is, is, is we're like cutting and pulling verses out and sticking them on stuff. When the whole point is that we would come to Christ to be our source. Get into the word. Discover. Meet Jesus in the word. Yes. Though. Oh, yeah. She's good. She's good. <laughs> because Please.
1: I always push back. I'm I like, okay.
0: <laughs> She'll ask you a question.
1: Um, so I didn't like, I feel like Bible comes so natural to you because you grew up like with a Bible schooler for a dad. You grew up in church. My first Bible at um, 16 was um, uh, Gideon's New Testament. And did. the only way I could figure it out was there was a little list in the front of it where it said, in this situation like this, if you are said this is the scripture. <laughs> if you are sick, this is the scripture. This is the only way how I knew to figure it out. So if someone is new to the Bible, like where do you start? Do you read a Bible in a year? How the heck do you engage it?
0: Oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> but
1: do you start uh, with something else and then go back? Anybody
0: started with Genesis? And somewhere in Leviticus lost your salvation? <laughs> right. Well, and I don't know about you. It's not very encouraging when I see what they did in Genesis. I'm like, are these True. good ideas? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple wives? What? Um, you know, the, the thing, the great place to start is the Gospels. Mark, if you are like an action-oriented person, Mark. If you're a deeper thinker, John, but I'd also would start with places like Romans and Galatians. Mm -hmm. But I also would submit to you: don't read it by yourself. These books were written to community. Anybody read Scripture and it just creates questions? Mm -hmm. Where should I ask those questions? In community. In community. What's going on? Help me understand. Because what I said, the reason why I start with Galatians and Romans is because Paul is the one who, t- who opens this gospel up. He opens this gospel up, and it's okay to have questions. It's okay. Anybody feel like if you ask a question, is a sign you're bad? Anybody grow up with that, that there's something wrong with you, you're stupid? No. In fact, if you don't get, if reading the Bible should create questions for you, and you can ask Jesus... He, w- he wants to meet you in the word, but also you can ask others.
1: But you were saying, too, yes. that the letters of Paul was the, the beginning yes. of the New Testament. Yeah. So because I feel like because a lot of times, you know, they're put, uh, you know, chronolo- not chronologically, whatever, in the, in, the, in the order later, we feel like we start, you know, on the other side. And it was so helpful to me when um, I heard this, this whole thing, that we process even the gospel, John, Mark, Luke, through what Paul wrote. That Paul is the lens that we look at, because even the gospels were before Jesus was crucified, right? The account of his life was before his, his sacrifice on the cross. So there wasn't that revelation yet of this new life, of this new thing that was revealed.
0: He was speaking to people under law.
1: So once that revelation came, I was like, wow, that's a different way to process the Bible, right? So we process um, the gospel through the writings of Paul, and we process then the Old Testament through the writings of Paul and the gospels, right? We do not start with the Old Testament and kind of build we start with the revelation of Paul and with the finished work of the cross and then we go, you know, the other way. So I was like, oh my gosh, that like makes like a completely different grid, right? Then building it from the Old Testament and then somewhere on the edges is the revelation of Paul.
0: So, so let me give you an example. The great example is this. The Sermon on the Mount. I've said this last week. Anybody here read the Sermon on the Mount and got completely condemned? Yes. Right? You know, love your, love your forget love your neighbor. Let's love your enemies. Right?
1: Well, and I push back on Peter. I'm like, you know, a lot of the stuff we say here is if you don't have Jesus Christ in you, the hope of glory, it will be like law, but law through a light, loudspeaker. It's not just pray. Fifteen minutes a day. It's not pray two hours a day. It's pray what?
0: Without, without ceasing. ceasing.
1: Oh my gosh! Ah! I, I barely made it through my fifteen minute quiet time. <laughs> and now you're saying without ceasing? Well Oh even, my gosh. Well
0: even what I just said, go read your Bible. Some of you some of you already went to hell.
1: Because <laughs> you're like, I can't. How dare you ask that of me? It doesn't make any sense. You Or like a lot of times, we would just have these conversations, and he would be like, Well, it's just this 24 7 relationship with Jesus. And I would be like, What? 24 7 relationship? No, like, give me a list of rules. I can do that. <laughs> Don't talk to me about 24 7 relationship. No more sleeping. That's like too much, you know? Or what were you saying this week? Oh, we were taking talking about every taking thought every thought
0: captive. No big whoop. And, and we were talking I about i done. The, we were talking about it. She said, that's not encouraging. If you say take every thought captive is the answer, that doesn't encourage me. And I was like, I was like, and so she pushes back. She's your advocate, by the way. So you can always come to her. And, uh, but is, is this thing, like with take every thought captive, I said, it's not you have to. It's that you get to. That you have the power to it's not a requirement it is it's a, it's a provision it's kind of like i could say to you um hey i've gotten you a uber to take you to the airport that's a provision you can choose to get in or not now how so so the first thing with taking thoughts captive anybody here been tormented by a thought this morning right right now right you're tormented by a thought guess what in Christ, you have the power, the ability to take that thought to Jesus. Jesus, what do you say about this thought? What do you say in response to it? You don't have to resolve it yourself. Anybody had feelings or thoughts and you tried to resolve them? Figure out why why do I feel so bad? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Right? You know, and all you really need to So was- what do you do? Well, practically in that situation, what I do is I'll, I'll tell you what I did. Last Sunday, after, was it last Sunday? I think it was last Sunday. After church, I maybe it was the week before. I felt so bad. It was two weeks ago. I felt so bad. Like, I mean, bad, 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 bad. Like dark, Like dark,
1: unnatural.
0: Unnatural. <laughs> like, like I, I, think, I, I think I know what depression feels like from that. The darkness was so real. Anybody found that... Um, it's kind of like if you step in... Anybody had dog poop on your shoes, and you just try to scrape, like, do like this to get it off, and all you're doing is moving it around your shoe. When you and I try to resolve dark thoughts, that's what's happening. I'm just moving it around, right? And so finally, I got smart. Anybody been dumb? Yeah. So I got smart, and I was like, Jesus, what do you say? And you know what he said? He said, eh, it's not a problem. Now, first of all, that was offensive. But second of all, I was like, well, if he's not freaked out, then I'm not freaked out. Okay, Jesus, what do you say? He's like, I think you need some rest and you're tired. Go take a nap. <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> Jesus took naps. It's a good idea. Remember Elijah? The, the angel put him to sleep and gave him a cookie. Like No, the but, result is depression. The result, suddenly I'm breaking out of it. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the answer for every situation. Christ in you, the person of Jesus in every situation. Not some technique. But the fact that, imagine, you know, Masha and I going through life together, if I see an issue, imagine Masha's Jesus. Now, Jesus is very smart. Can we agree on that? Do you think Jesus knows what's going on? Do you think Jesus knows how to resolve any situation. Yeah. Yeah. Does he have the power to do it? Yeah. Now, if I'm walking with Jesus through any situation, guess what? When I can't deal with it, what can I do? Turn to him. Turn to him.
1: You have Christ on the inside. And it's not a super like, complicated turning. No. Right? It's very simple. It's in the moment and it's constantly available. And it's, I'm a very practical person, right? And not a very complicated one. And it has to be simple for me, yeah. right? Like, pray without ceasing. If it's me, like, tearing down the heavens 24-7, that's too much. I can't do it. But I have this internal life that never stops of me constantly talking with Jesus. A lot of times it sounds like my own voice, like my own thoughts, but it's me in constant... Communion and constant dialogue and it's very simple and it's very present and it's always there Right, I, I hope it just I, I really see it's breaking up Just strongholds of what it looks Come like right. On. It's constantly there It's constantly flowing no matter if I'm washing dishes if I'm doing laundry if I'm walking the dog if I am you know if we're in conversation yeah. The flow of Jesus is always there.
0: He's always speaking, but here's the big deal: He's often not speaking about what we want to talk about. Okay, so here's here, let me let me show you some of my prayers, not yours. So I hear that somebody's talking bad about me. What are some thoughts that pass through my head, not yours? I'm just, I don't want to even ask you what goes through your head. Jesus, how do I get them? Do you think Jesus is going to answer that prayer? Sure. Okay, Jesus, how do I, how do I limit, how do I cut this thing off and make my, and make everybody believe the right things about me? No, you see, that's problem centric. It's pride, prob- it's pride, but it's, and it's problem. I'm trying to resolve a problem. That's very natural.
1: But the reality is a lot of times I don't even know what the problem is, right? So what do you say on the inside of you? Jesus, what do you say?
0: Well, literally, I was—I will. This is literally what I will do.
1: Jesus,
0: they said this about me. What do you say? Do you know what Jesus will go? Well, that part's true. (laughs) I did not want to hear that. (laughs) I did not want to hear that. He said, but this part is not true. Okay, Jesus, what do you want to do? I want to be your protection. That even if people... Jesus actually promised us that if you follow him, people would slander you, by the way. Anybody have that as a life verse? (laughs) He promised it. He promised that you would be persecuted for righteousness sake. That means you're doing the right thing, and they're saying you're being bad. Jesus, can you protect me if I let go and don't defend myself? Like that's for me, taking it captive is laying down my agenda, laying down my need to solve things, my need to figure it all out. Jesus, what do you say? You know, anybody been in an argument with somebody and you're trying to figure out the exact right thing to say to shut them down? This morning. I
1: usually have them in my hands afterwards. I never think in the, in the moment what to say. <laughs> yeah, anybody do the replay,
0: right? You know, you got it on DVR. Yeah. Okay, so in the, the thing is, is I'm asking God, what's the thing that's going to crush them? Do you think Jesus is going to no. answer that prayer? <laughs> so, no, no. Many times I'll be sitting there, like, you know, we were talking about where I'm trying to get through the wall. I'm trying to help Masha see the light. You know, understand reality. And God will be like, shut up. up. (laughs) But what do I do? Nothing. Anything you do right now is only going to make it worse. But what am I going to do? In returning in rest is your salvation. This thing is, but the whole Christian life, from beginning to end, is Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's living from his life, living from this absolute dependence and recognition. He, whether I am aware of it or not, I'm experiencing him. Whether I'm aware of it or not, he is speaking. Whether I'm aware of it or not, he is always for
1: me. He always has solutions. He is my one-stop shop. But you know what makes a difference is becoming aware of it. Right? And becoming more and more daily aware of it, where we are getting to the point where we're constantly aware of it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what makes life absolutely amazing. Is that in every step, in every situation, we're walking with this awareness, right? That He is flowing through me, that He's speaking through me, that I'm never cut off, that I'm never disconnected. That he has a solution, literally, for every single step of my walk.
0: But, but <laughs> wow, here's... that's
1: a good life, right? Come on.
0: But one of the things about this is, even that thing, that there are solutions, can get us off track. Because we're still trying to solve problems. So I'll give you an example with healing. Um, I used to pray this way. Anybody pray the, the formula? Be healed in Jesus' name. Out foul spirit. Nobody know what I'm talking about? Like by the book. And sometimes people get healed, some people not, I don't know. So I learned something. Instead of starting with their problem, I'd start with Jesus. Jesus, the person comes to you and goes, I want healing for X. I got a knee problem. I need healing for a knee. instead of, I used to start with their knee. You know where I start now? With Jesus. Jesus, how do you want to love on them today? Well, they came to me with a knee. That's kind of rude if I pray for something else. Jesus is like, I want them to know my love. Okay, how do you want them to know my love? And then when I start from that place, guess what? I see healing over and over and over and over again. When I start from his heart, I see a totally different, but when I'm just trying to solve a problem, it usually ends up worse or I end up powerless. It's just me. And in fact, I I won't walk you through this, but the rest of chapter four is him talking about you're following these super smart guys, these stoics who are like three easy steps for every problem. And then the cynics who are like gang signs, they're like, you know what? Just do you. You tell everybody where to go. You do you. And then over here, we also had the the Neoplatonists who who are like, Oh, there's secrets. And if you just know the right phrase, and if you do this, then everything works out. And Paul's saying, No, 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 no. Christ in you, the hope of glory. And in fact, what he's trying to do is he said, Guys, do you remember? You experienced Christ through me. Yes? 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 He's trying to get them back. I have authority with you, not because of my teaching, but because you've seen Christ in me. If you've seen Christ in me, please listen. Please listen. If you've encountered Christ through me, please listen. I want to talk to you. That's the place he's coming from to deal with, because they're going to deal with some heavy sin in verse uh, chapter 5, but he doesn't want to do it from the point of three easy steps that involve Guido. Right? He wants to deal with it from a place of Christ in you, the hope of glory that is the key. That is the key, is living from this place of communion with him. And like Masha said, if that sounds like a weight, it's because you and I are doing the work. He's doing all the work. He is in you. Where can you go from his presence? What will separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus? But what if I don't feel him? Is
1: he still there? But so it says that our only work is to believe, yeah. right? It's is our only work. work is to become aware, right? And to start partnering and seeing him manifest through our life. It's just becoming more and more aware and trusting that for every step, he is flowing through us. Yeah,
0: the work is to believe, then being obedient to what he shows you, what he's saying, Right? That is the simplicity of this life. This is why a child can do it. Any Anybody here, you gave your life to Christ, and you had this sudden encounter, and you knew what to do. You knew, you lived in such a way, you, you suddenly knew that, oh, well, I can't do that anymore. You, suddenly, things that had been okay were no longer okay, and you knew it. Suddenly, you knew, you knew, you were like, wow, I just want to be in church all the time. What's up with that? Right? Suddenly you started to have different emotions. That's Christ in you the hope of glory. But anybody here you lost it and then you tried to work it back up. Lost years of my life that way. I didn't get in by my own efforts. What means I, how do why do I think I'll stay in or grow in it by my own efforts? It is his power in me to will and to do. It is his grace that gives me the power. But when I start again, when I start with problems and I try to resolve them in my own strength, they always end up bad. We always end up robbing Peter to pay Paul.
1: You well, know- and the amazing part is that as we walk with him, a lot of things will get resolved. You know, it says seek first the kingdom of God, and all of these things will be added. Right? So, if we don't go after all of these things, we go wholeheartedly after what he is saying and what he is doing, everything else, it's a promise, everything else will line up. Come on. But if we chase all of this other stuff and solving all of this other stuff, it will not. Right? It will just distract us and just pull us away. Come on. But if we keep this simple focus on Jesus, what are you doing? What are you saying in this moment? Not looking, not borrowing trouble from tomorrow, right? Not getting stuck in the past. What are you doing right now? And just making those steps in obedience, being aware of who he is in us. Then everything gets pretty simple and awesome. Come on. Still hard, (laughs) right? But awesome. Yeah. But his
0: power shows up in a way that is way more than you or I could do. Now, one area area where this goes off the rails for a lot of us is addiction, right? Right? Anybody looking for the magic pill to deal with addiction in somebody else or in your own life? You know, in Russia, we have this thing, a chemical way of dealing with alcoholism. Basically, they put this pill in you, and if you drink alcohol, you die.
1: Or get really sick. really, really sick or die. die. Well, I guess you. So heard. that the only
0: way you are no longer drinking alcohol is because otherwise you'll die. And do you know what? It works some of the time. And the other times, it works. <laughs> no. The amazing part, you're like, who would drink alcohol if they know they're going to die for the same reason they drank alcohol in the first place? Because it didn't deal with the problem. And so many of us are looking for a solution whereby either A, I will never do anything bad again. Who are my people? You're like, so I will, maybe it's on the internet, I will get filters, I will get this, I will get things that, man, I had a friend, he was telling me, he was like, yeah, I got all these filters and I got all these blocks and then I became a hacker and found all the ways around it. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know, like... Okay. All right. Well, or, or I, um, you know, if I, I'm going to uh, put a GoPro on my head so that, and, 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 and go have it go out through the internet. So everybody at all times can see what I'm doing. So I will never sin again. And then I sell rights to my reality TV show called life the hard way. Right. You know, I mean, just everything goes bad. The, The thing is I'm looking for something other than simply my ability to say yes to Jesus in every situation. I'm looking for some external means, some technique, some method whereby I can, or anybody found that life with other people is scary? you figured out that they have a free will and they can make choices that affect me. Parents. Right? And what do we do? We do our best to limit their options. What are some ways that we use to limit other people's options? Run and hide, Run and hide like isolation. You cannot hurt me, right? Okay. What are some ways? Other ways we deal with it? Shame. Okay. Who are my laser-focused shame people? You got like laser eyes of shame. Who can do it? You know what I'm talking about? Maybe you grew up with that. I am so disappointed. <laughs> right. I'll do anything, just don't look at me that way what else, what are some other ways that we control other people's ability to make choices manipulation, manipulation. but isn't that a spiritual gift others control right, that's a fruit of the spirit intimidation right shut down, shut down. just oh, I'm not here anymore lock on a lock, block on Facebook yeah. come on but does it work no, no. Like every other work of flesh, it works for a season and then the results end up way worse, right? Ooh. Oh, scary. I want to bring it back though. Before, since I took you to hell, I better bring you out. That, why do you think Jesus went to hell? To get us, to get us out. Right. Yeah. He filled hell with himself. There's no place you and I go. There's no moment They're at three o'clock in the morning. Anybody been in the middle of horrible problems and nobody takes your calls? Do you know why? Yeah, Jesus. You wanna talk? No, I'm gonna call. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. Right? (laughs) You have the answer. His name is Jesus. He lives on the inside. When you say yes to him, guess what? You have everything you need for life and godliness, being like God in this life. But what if I don't? You simply haven't unwrapped that present under the tree. You simply haven't, simply haven't listened. Jesus, what are you saying? Jesus, what and the worst part, like I said, is most of the time he doesn't want to solve our problems the way we want to solve them. I will feel safe when this person no longer has any ability to sin. Is that (laughs) so you're gonna kill them? (laughs) <laughs> right that's about the only
1: option right no
0: the only way i can continue to walk in relationship with you and with each other is if we are leaning not on our own understanding mm-hmm. but leaning upon him jesus what do you want to do because whatever jesus wants to do he empowers you to do come on Whew. okay
1: just as the worship team comes let me just pray you guys through <laughs> Just close your eyes right now and just say, Jesus, help me to become aware of your presence, of what you are doing right now in this moment, in me, through me. What are you speaking over me? Just ask him right now, Jesus, what do you think of me right now? And if it's so much better than you could ever think or speak over yourself, it's Jesus talking. What he has to say about you is so much better than you could ever. It would be like immodest to think about yourself. (laughs) It would almost feel prideful because it's so good. It's so over the top. He is so over the top in love with us. So I feel like he's speaking over people right now. And I'm just gonna call out some things, and if it's landing, just take it. I feel like he's saying, My son, I'm so proud of you. You have come so far. My daughter, you're so good. I'm so proud of you. Even though there's been so much hard things, so much opposition, so many difficult things, you have chosen. To hold my hand, you have chosen to walk with me. I feel like He is saying, You are pure, you are holy, you are loved. I chose you before the foundation of the world, you have a purpose. You have destiny. You have not disqualified yourself. You are qualified and I've been preparing you what I have for you. (laughs) I feel like over some of us he's saying you're just the right age. (laughs) And of others he's saying you're just the right gender. You're just right. I hear that very loud. And I feel like he's saying, it's your season. Nothing can take it away. Jesus, so whatever lies have come up as we've been listening to your truth, we just lay it down right now. We repent for believing any lie. That somehow we're disqualified, that somehow we missed our time somehow we missed our moment, that somehow we've, we've messed up beyond repair. Thank you, Jesus, that you're making us aware of you right now. That you in me is the hope of glory. That just like the temple, In the Old Testament that the Solomon has built was absolutely stunning and gorgeous and overpriced and built with gold and precious stones. That's who you are this morning. He has paid a ridiculous price for you. God of the universe died for you in your place. took everything you deserved so you can get what he deserves. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Let's just keep meditating on that and just asking Jesus to speak to us loud and clear about this as we go into worship.
0: For more information, go to AriseLife.org or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram.